Hello, welcome to LA Gaming with myself, David. We are the uh, UK division and my friend Drez, who is joining me today. Uh, we will be talking about various games coming up maybe in the future and definitely games about the past. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to Drez, everybody. Drez, say hello. Hey, I'm Drez in the house, UK. The UK division, there's Drez. And, and how's Drez today? I'm good, man. Um, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to talk with um, a bigger audience now. So not just the UK, but anyone else that comes to this podcast. So yeah, I'm just very honourable to be here, David. Good. That's good to hear. So uh, what shall we? Uh, what do you think that we should talk about? Okay, so let's start in the past. Um, so like games. So what is really? Well, what is your favourite game? Firstly, may I ask, David? My favourite game, what of all time? Yeah, like in the past, though. Okay, right. So, of the past. So obviously, you know, as you know yourself, Secret of Mana is one of my all-time mm. favourites. And I don't know if you knew this, but um, Secret of Mana was one of the hardest games to get on the Super Nintendo in the UK. What, is because there was not many made, or...? I, I don't know what it was. Every shop that I went into, I could never, I could never buy it. But the thing is, I went into this rental store one day, and my mom saw it in there, and uh, she asked the rental guy if she could actually buy it from him because that was the only place that I could see that had it in any place available, and she paid a whole sixty-five pound for it. Wow. Yeah. Flip. And also, obviously, Zelda: Link to the Past is there. As you know yourself, you know, that it's one of my favorite all-time games because of all the content that it had. You know, it's immersive. It just makes you sort of feel like that you're in, you know, different worlds as opposed to other games such as platformers and beat-em-ups and things like that. How about yourself? Oh, it has to be the past or Karina Time, hands down. Like, fair enough, Link to the Past. I still played and enjoyed that game. The music is amazing. For a cleaner time, it had the music, you played the music, obviously the 3D elements, obviously we weren't getting that at the time. Um, just the story, the, the, the blaze, the sort of things you can unlock by choice, the dungeons, the infamous water temple, which was just, let's say complex. But I've done it multiple times because I've completed this game so many times that I did it another time with three hearts only because I just I loved it that much. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's just an amazing game. I can't say enough. Like Ocarina of Time definitely was my my game of the past, hands down to it. But don't you think Ocarina of Time, as opposed to a Link to the Past, is a little bit like a lot actually? Sorry, newer. Like when you, when I say old game, I mean you know like kind of I'm uh, going to sort of like you know the Genesis, Mega Drive, Super Nintendo. I guess so. Yeah, because it is a SNES game, isn't it? A SNES or a Nintendo game, and obviously the game yeah. is in '64. But you gotta remember that, like at that time, I was much younger. I couldn't really afford that. So really, the first game I got to play, or Zelda, right. happened to be that at the time. Really, like, I guess so. Well, the people listening to now, N64 is probably like that now because they're they're on like several generations after that like your yeah is due is free i think we're four now right yeah i think we, yeah we're fourth we are we are four yeah. no we're more than that xbox works so we got xbox no it's not xbox two it's xbox one still and yeah. nintendo switch is their one and then ps4 but then yeah. they've got like alternation versions of playstation but yeah yeah like the ps4 pro and the which is sort of it's not meant to be like the PS5, but it's meant to be kind of like a, a an interval, I reckon, before the PS5, because obviously the, the Xbox is uh, coming out with uh, Xbox Scorpio, I believe it's called. 
Right, okay. And I think oh, that's coming out before the PS5. Is this information recent? Sorry, David, to interrupt. No, I don't. I don't think. No, it's it's quite it's quite old now. Or actually, yeah, I could be wrong because the uh, what's the new Xbox called? It's Xbox One, isn't it? But it's not because there's another Xbox in there. So you've got the PS4 and you've got a PS4 Pro. So you've got Xbox One. And what's the Xbox One called? The Pro version? Do you know? No, like none of Maybe us. Maybe that's not I am more Nintendo side if I had to pick yeah. a side and you're Sony. So we need a third guy for Xbox. I believe yeah. um, um, I have someone for that, but obviously that's for another uh, podcast call. Yeah. Hmm. What do you think about the um, the fact that they're bringing out um new like the old the old consoles with say like 50 games on it or 60 games so as like you know the the, the nintendo classic and then obviously they've got yeah. super nes coming out now as well what do you think about that this is a really good subject um right one i'm going to start with one being it's stupid just because anyone listening to this or anyone with general knowledge of gaming or old games you know you can just get it for free and if a controller is your issue, you can also con- connect the controller to that that computer or any way method or a wireless controller now. Like well, our technology comes so far now, it's just easier to do. It really, really is. So spending that money for those games, I, I don't see the point. Um, the reason you could do it, so my point one to a positive of it is, if you're a retro and a fan, and you just want to have it there for presence, for nostalgia, then yeah, but then you're only going to have the audience of our age or older than our age to really enjoy that. Do you know what I mean? Because otherwise... Yeah, I see what you're saying. You mean like, so so for collectors then, would you say? Yeah, yeah, collectors, nostalgia coming down, but like, whoa, you got this, you know, I've been a bit of banter, but that'll be it. It wouldn't be something that will so crazily... Like, the young generation doesn't really care. They care about graphics. It's, their generation is different to ours. It's like how they think our music sounds like garbage compared to their music. Right, yeah. I see what you're saying. Mm. But then, you see, but then Nintendo are trying to be sort of clever here because they're trying to sell, they're trying to sell each unit, I reckon, probably about, let's just say maybe about, I don't know, $80, $90, which equates to us probably about £60, £70, right? So... Yeah. <laughs> the only way the only way people can play Star Fox 2 is if they buy the classic <laughs> I like Nintendo have done some crazy tactics before right like I honestly was very wrong and I admit this when they did the 2DS I thought it was a dumb idea I was like why is someone going to buy that when you can get everything the same thing that the 2DS has got but 3D basically and you could just turn the 3D off Okay, I physically, so I believe in them, like, you know what, I might need to go over to Xbox. I actually really considered it that way because it was just getting retarded. But then found out that they sold a ridiculous amount because <laughs> the masses or the people are just different and crazy. That, that's what they want. And obviously, Nintendo- Yeah, but why do they want it though? Have you, have you asked yourself that? Because I, I, I honestly don't know. I, don't, I, I really I, don't I, I get the get concept it. of the I, 2DS I, I, at all. I just heard the results, to be honest. So I still don't get it. I don't, I can possibly I don't understand maybe, the 2DS. What I must possibly think, I can think, I, what I think it could be is the 2DS, it's just people want it instantly. And we live in a world of instant gratification now. So what that means is I just want it for that and that's it. Like it's just simple. People that are part of the people or masses they want everything simple or done for them at the end of the day. And something as simple as that is effective. 
It's not about complexity sometimes. Sometimes it's just about being simple. Yeah, but what I'm, what I'm trying, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, because they've, they've stopped the manufacturing now of a certain 3DS. I can't remember which one it is, but they have. And I can't recall for the life of me at this mm, present time which one it is. Small ones, but yeah. But like, what, like, oh, I never understood it. I, I, I never understood the, the, the reason of a, of a 2DS. Me personally, I, I, I didn't really quite understand the, 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 the logic behind it. And especially releasing it not long after the 3DS XL as well, which I think, and that's Nintendo, isn't it? That's Nintendo all over. They like to do things like that. Mm. They were guilty Maybe. of it with the, uh, what was it? The, uh, the 3DS and the 3, no, the, the DS and the DS XL. Remember, do you remember when they had it on the, uh, what was it? Was it E3 or something? And then they released the 3DS and then was it four or five months later, they said, oh, the XL is coming out now. Yeah, yeah, that was deep. I remember that. I yeah. really do remember that. That was really... Yeah. I think I was one of the fortunate ones to not have... Because they tempted you even further, if I remember rightly, with a Zelda small DS as well. It was around that time. You oh, know, did they? I, I don't know that. I'm old. I got it on the release date. It's aqua blue. It's a bit boring. And, you know, it's got things wrong with it. So there was kind of... It's like it in a new phone. If you've had it for several years, you want a new one. But I think I held well, out just about long enough to hear about the XLs. I think that's why I was lucky at the time. But for the people yeah. who bought that Ocarina Time, because it was the remake of Ocarina Time on the DS, they bought that. That would have been deep for them. Absolutely deep. Yeah, because I, I know that I, I know that I was I was pretty uh, I was pretty annoyed about that because I thought to myself that like if if new one was going to come out anytime soon, then I would just wait for that one rather than just get a small 3DS. But nobody knew. Nobody knew when it was going to be announced. They, it wasn't even in the pipeline that they said it was going to be announced like a couple of months later. They just, they just happened to have this E3 and then suddenly they just announced it. Mm. And there was no sort of, uh, there was no, what's the word I'm looking for here? There was no uh, advertisement for it. There was no, there was, there was no word of it. There was, there was no nothing of it until that E3. Which mm. I think is quite, you know, they're basically they done, they done a Capcom on us. That's what they done. <laughs> oh, mentioning Capcom, getting deep now. <laughs> well, you know, it's got to be mentioned, man. Like, Capcom are so guilty of it, aren't they? Like, fucking, I don't know. How can you, I don't even know how you can, like, for instance, uh, Marvel versus Capcom, right? <clears throat> they bring up Marvel versus Capcom, and then four months later, was it four months, eight months later or something? They bought out Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom with 12 new characters and with only one additional mode, Spectator mode. <laughs> and, and, they, and, they, and they released the game at a full price of $50. <laughs> when that should have just all been DLC content to begin with. <laughs> and that's another thing Capcom are guilty of as well. If they make fighting games, right? If you don't, if, if say, say for example, there's like 12, there's 12 characters, there's 12 new characters in a game, right? Hmm. say you don't care for like nine of them and you only want two why not just have it as dlc content where you can actually just buy each character that you want into the actual game rather than forcing you to have those nine characters that you really don't care about <laughs> but you know what man that's a really good point so i'm gonna have to move on to the next thing as well because that combines into something later which is right. what in this era now or your new favorite or a game that you like the most at the moment well i'm currently playing neo at the moment i like neo because it reminds me a lot of bloodborne I, yeah i don't know if you're familiar with bloodborne or dark soul series i'm definitely familiar with them i've heard they're very difficult games 
Oh yes, the very the, the the difficulty of the like it's not for you know new, newbie gamers couldn't play games like this. This this is these are proper advanced like gamers, and the amount of times that I've wanted to sort of launch my uh, PS4 controller through the TV, and I'm sure there's many 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 people listening to this that actually agree with me wholeheartedly that actually took them to hold back not smashing their TV because they're at such a vital point in the game and you just get killed so stupidly and then it just adds to the infuriation. But that's what keeps us coming back for more, right? the challenge of it. Yeah, see, for me personally, of a new game, um, for me, it would be Xenoblade, um, still kind of that, and not Chronicles, the original Xenoblade. Oh. And yet the punishment wasn't great because it's going kind of against my point. But what I'm going to mention about punishments is in the right game is if there is a sense of loss, like you've got far in a game, you're doing more, you're kicking ass, but if you die, you lose know, everything or you haven't saved it in a while, I guess is the most common mistake or more common, um, basically, punishment for dying. Then it makes it even more alive because you feel like you're more immersed into it because you know that much. It means something to not to die. You need to not die no matter what, otherwise you know Absolutely. you're going to lose. So a level of that, depending on the player, is more fun that way. Some people do like it with no punishments, and I feel like a lot of these games have this now. And yeah. it kind of takes it out for me. Because I'm like, oh, it's okay. I can just die and start here, or I can teleport by the time uh, by um, by basically killing myself, and then that game will respawn me back to home. It's just a bit. It's a bit lame to me, to be honest. It is. I think yes. it's a bit out of it. So you're looking for high risk, high reward. Yeah, pretty much those type of games. So you would definitely, so the Bloodborne games and the Dark Soul games and the Neo game would definitely be for you, if, mm. if that's the sort of games that you like. Mm. So I've only just kind of grown into those type of games, really. Like, it wasn't like what? that before. <coughs> um, what type of games? So like Monster Hunter series, like the game that we've both played. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like, you, you obviously, you've got for a hunt, you've cut off the bits, you've, you've picked up a rare drop or something like that, and... I believe if someone presses abandon quest, <laughs> you, oh, remember, no. you don't get it. <laughs> so Why would someone do that though? Oh my God, that's deep. <laughs> um, so you're, you're there for, you have to, because if you die, then you get to keep it, right? Yeah, but, but why would someone abandon the quest? Um, because, oh, why would they do it? There is a reason, there is a reason, I'm trying to remember. The reward. Have you been in that situation yourself before? <laughs> <laughs> has that happened to you before? It has happened, yeah. It has. Oh, no way. <laughs> they wanted the reward, didn't they? <laughs> oh, no. When really, when you're that far in the game, it depends. If you're very early in the game, then I think it's a bit different because selling items or whatever, it doesn't really generate a lot of money. But if you're very far in the game, money becomes kind of, it doesn't, it's not useful because you can just get lots of it very easy. Any kind of Elder Dragon cut off and sell many of its bits, you're good. You're just completely good. But, but yeah, sorry, going back to topic. <laughs> um, the, so the punishments of that game is obviously if you two deaths, obviously, you know, and you're, you're nearly ended the quest and everyone's alive and you've got a team of four, you only need two of those people to die and then the third death is game over. So and Yeah, that, I, that's, a good, that's a good system. And then you've got the time system as well, which was cleverly done. Because at the end of the day, you can have as much time on a monster as you want. Like, it could be the strongest thing in the game and you could use a bronze sword and probably bounce a bit 24-7. But that bounce still counts as damage, as crappy as it is. <laughs> so you could beat me. So it was a good thing that they put the time in. It was helpful because then, you know, even if you can survive, you still got to kill it at the end of the day if you want to do it. Yeah. 
which is you know one of our best hunts as well yeah that's right did you know that monster hunter was actually originally a uh, a playstation game yeah i know and i don't like to hear it but yeah I know. Why don't you like to hear it? Tell tell the audience members why you don't. Like no, to hear it. Don't. no, 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 no. Go on, go on. No, no. They, they should have worked out already when they, when you said that. Okay, um, fine. When you when when you was going to leave Nintendo to go to Xbox, people will be thinking, well, why wouldn't you go to play? Why wouldn't you say PlayStation first? So that kind of reverts back to what I just said to you. So tell so tell tell the audience, tell the okay. audience why you hate Sony. I hate Sony. Oh, I Why? don't play Sony stuff. Well, no, I do play Sony stuff, but I don't. I will never play Sony completely as a, a gamer. But are you able to give a legitimate reason as to why you hate Sony? My, my legitimate reason is because they killed Sega, and Sega was a nice console at the time. They, they were doing more. They had Dreamcast as their last legs, and they brought out a game. Oh, I was told by history of researching a bit was Ridge Racer. That basically was only in arcades at the time, and they were like, whoa, amazing, we want it, we love it. And then Sega sales just dropped ridiculously. They struggled so much. Like, they had an amazing game, which I call Death Games, called Shenmue, which is amazing, but no one played it because they were too busy dosed up on the other ones that came out, sadly. Uh, you'd be surprised, though. A lot of people played Shenmue. Lots of people. No, no, but not enough people to keep Sega. Like, if Sega were making money, they wouldn't have been gone. Do you know what I mean? I well, know yeah, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. But the, the thing is, though, didn't effectively say they killed themselves by actually bringing out the Dreamcast a bit too early. But they were dying with the Sega Saturn. Do you know what I mean? But that's their so, fault. So, <laughs> it's got nothing to do their, with their, their plan was because PlayStation <laughs> brought out something powerful and good that, you know, they needed to match power. Because what PlayStation is now is what Sega was. They were just basically PlayStation. They were just the power version. Like, oh, if they got them, we're just going to bring out something powerful. But the problem with Dreamcast you... is... People just wasn't ready for it. It was too soon. Yeah. Same. It was too. It was, it like was Einstein saying these next things, and everyone was like, "You're you're a crazy motherfucker." That's what it was, really. Dreamcast was just too soon. It had internet as well. Like it did. <laughs> and then, like, people were like, "What's that?" Or they don't care or whatever. Like that was the next thing, man. I remember um, going out. This fantasy star online. Another crazy. Yeah. I remember going out to uh, try and get a um, a memory card for the Dreamcast and a keyboard. And I tell you, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere was sold out. I could not get a memory card and I could not get a keyboard for a long time. And those memory cards were unique and no other memory cards yeah. have done that since. Uh, they weren't, very, though. Very unique. They weren't. Because there was... Um, because on the PlayStation, I can't remember what it was called now, um, but there was a memory card for it, which was actually the same concept. Uh, okay. You could actually download little mini games onto it, and you could actually play, it and you could actually, you know, store memory onto it and things. But I can't, I can't for the life of me remember what it was called now. But I don't know if it was released in Europe or not. I know there was one for Sonic Adventure One for sure, and it was just like this Cheo thing that you could do. So you had like a atomic yeah. system. And then you had another yeah. thing, if you combined two of the memory cards together, then it'd be like a Tommy Dutchy like, battle system. Yeah. So the cherry yeah. that you basically trained and stuff like that, you could basically make them fight. And yeah, they were in like Tommy Dutchy, like really low bit graphic thing, but it was just brilliant. Like it was just yeah. so many levels that the other consoles just didn't and never did do in the end anyway, so you even counter it. No, but then the consoles then in, in the future had memory actually built into the system, didn't they? So it would have been a completely... Yeah, but it, it, wasn't, it was still way... Before, that was way after. Dreamcast was already dead by that point, though. 
Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. So, but obviously, yeah, that's what happened eventually. But that's, that's the thing. Did you own a Dreamcast? I don't believe I did. My brother did. It was my, my brother was the owner of the Dreamcast. It wasn't me. Uh, what games did he have? Um, Sonic Adventure One, some racing thing. Oh man, my memory doesn't even go far that much because I was still in sixty four, man. Uh, <laughs> I was still a retro. What were you playing at the time? Taking everyone out or going that, and just to let these people know, on podcast whoever's listening, <laughs> <laughs> if you ever see he's laughing already, because this is what I'm gonna say. If you think you can win at Goldeneye, I am sitting here undefeated. Gone out. All right, let me let me get this correct. I was defeated by one guy, and he was from the army. And I was like, my blue controller, like, controller has this pristine thing. I take care of my gaming stuff. But I had to put the start to remind me, so I lost that one match. Because we did a match where uh, we had the first one, and then I believe he won by really close. Then I picked my favorite weapons. So it was my choice this time. And I was like, okay, power weapons, no other tricks, shooting through walls, all that. And it's just my thing. Automatic weapons have always been my babies. And then obviously he picked the final weapon, which I was like, well, that's not really fair. Like, okay, he picked Cavins and he used grenade launcher. And I was like, okay, grenade is a bit cheap, but it's fine. It's, it's kind of balanced. But then he got me like in some type of spawn trap, basically, where he bounced a grenade launcher in certain areas in the cavings and I just wouldn't be able to escape. I'd just slowly take damage and I'd die every time. It was really frustrating. I was like, wow, I can't do nothing. It was dirty, really. So I never played that a player that caliber at that time. Obviously, after that point, trained again like a crazy montage. But then I went back to facing all the trash that had no chance against me. So yeah, back to it. Um, so after that one, White talk. Still, still undefeated. So I'm waiting for a challenge to come back and bring their meat or man their meat to try meat the meat. So you want to meet their meat so they can actually man your meat? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's your really game. <laughs> it does sound gay, yeah, it does. But if there's gamers out there, they should know that's a reference to No More Heroes, right? Yeah, not just a random gay reference. Yeah, it's not just it's a random... It's just... a brilliant game as well. <laughs> so how about you? Are there, like, I don't know, uh, what, what do you think about the uh, the new the new Zelda game, Breath of the Wild? I, to be honest, I... Oh. Okay, I'm going to start this time because you start on the last one. Um, Breath of the Wild. I've not played it, so I don't know, but I've seen a lot of things for it. I honestly think, well, for sure, for sure, full, full stop, it's better than Skyward Sword because Skyward Sword to me was garbage, okay? It should have been way more. When they brought in the harp, I was thinking, you're going to be a direct connection to my favorite game of the past or screen of time. You need to get that harp on point and it needs to play similar tunes or you need to become the creator of the tunes that you play in a Queen of Time. That's the, that's the kind of level of deepness I was expecting. Because you've got to remember in Queen of Time, Zelda plays that harp, the same harp that you, in the Queen of Time, the same harp that you play in Skyward Sword. So then must there should have been something like that. But when you played that harp, it was horrible. There was no kind of sync. You didn't get any next tunes with it. It was just the same thing, the one tune. And I was just like, man, just failed. Then you had the combat. Now, Twilight Princess t- um, combat was better than Skywards as well. Because um, it was literally, yeah, you got the accuracy and all that stuff, motion plus. That was cool. I loved it. But you still didn't have those unique, sexy things that the hardcore Twilight Link could do. Like, even when you finished killing something, you just flicked your sword and you put it back in the sheath. That was sick, man. That was sick. When you just dealt with something, you, was just, you wanted to feel sick. You pressed the button and that was it. Link would do his thing. <laughs> but in Skyward Sword, there was nothing like that. There was too much 
failures. In what do you think was wrong with Skyward Sword then? Well, to be honest, we're talking about Breath of the Wild, so I'm going to come off Skyward Sword. I was just comparing in it, so that will be another podcast in it. So I believe we'll run out of time. Okay. But um, well, how long? Uh, oh, we can't. So how long do we have left? How long do we have left? Uh, probably another ten minutes or like that. Because oh. <laughs> I don't have a time. Okay. Yet. <laughs> okay. All right, guys, this is our first podcast, so probably be better with us. We will be, um, yeah, kind of. We'll be better prepared next time, is what you're Yeah, we'll to say. be better prepared. <laughs> so, yeah, but Breath of the Wild, like, what I've seen of it, it's open world, of course, kind of coming back to Ocarina of Time, which people say, oh, Ocarina of Time is not Breath of the, um, open world. It is, it's just at the time that was the size of open world games. <laughs> That's just what it was, okay? You guys see open world as this next crazy big thing. It is now, but what it was in the days, that's what it was. So open world isn't new. Okay, it's all it's all Are you sure about that. Works. I'm gonna stay to this is my opinion. Everything I said here is always gonna be my opinion at the end of the day. Always. Okay. So yeah, I'm just gonna leave it there. I'll let the people decide that or give me comments. I'm open to um other people's opinion. Um but yeah, the, the monsters, yeah, it's more hardcore. Um I don't like how you start off five six hearts just because I wanted to do it in three hearts again. <laughs> um, but I like the thing of the Master Sword which um, David I don't know if you know this would you be okay with hearing this because it was effectively a spoiler no we shouldn't because the people out there some people might not have played it so. oh yeah that's true yeah spoiler alert as well okay well can't yeah. I spoiler and they can stop listening okay no fine nah <laughs> nah nah like, you can't do that Master Sword in it which is, which is a nice touch so there's lots of little things the monsters in it how kind of brutal they are um, my only problem with Breath of the Wild, and this is only by seeing, because once again, I haven't played it because of the personal issues, is they, once you get used to their kind of battle so how to defeat the monsters, they become very easily, easy, sadly. And I know you can say this about every game, but if monsters are supposed to be alive or random, even in the new updated version, which is very recent, the Master Quest version or the Champion's Quest, once you deal with them, you kind of deal with them. It's just, it's just, it's, it's too easy. I expected the game to be ridiculous and to really put you in a place where you're like, well, okay, this is just F. There's no other way to look at it. And then you'd have to do crazy amounts of time just to win it. And then even if you won it, you still wouldn't be able to win it perfectly. Do you know what I mean? It's got to a point. Right. Now, so it would still be a strong player. what you're saying. You can basically just <laughs> instantly kill things without any problem at all. I've seen some crazy stuff and it isn't dirty as, oh, wow, that's, you know, that's hard to do. It's dirty because it's easy to do. Does that make sense? All right. Yeah. So you're saying it's like a repeated pattern then? Yeah, sadly. Other than that, I think it's, it's all good, man. It's all good. I think it still could have done with more content though. Yeah. I think people are actually, um, <clears throat> people like, I was going through YouTube the other day and I saw this video and people are actually doubting the the, uh, the switch already. What do you feel about that? <sighs> well, no, well, firstly, I need to hear your views on Breath of the Wild. That's what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, I, t- <laughs> I, I, I have... away in it. Oh, no, come on, let's hear what you got to say in it. Well, you you know me. Like if I if I if I want a game and I know that the game is good, I'll get it. Hmm. So I never. It, the wild never interested me from start and it never interested me at the finish either mm. and i think maybe the, the reason why for some reason i think the actual game itself like just the uh, the surroundings it looks a bit bland mm. but that, and i don't that, that's and, the visual, i've though, heard as well on tv to 
the pad and stuff like that, the divisionals are supposed to be greatly different, do you know what I mean? But I, I heard as well that there's not there's not really much music in it either. Mm. That it's mainly just like um ambient noises and things. And I don't when you're when you're doing something, music is meant to immerse you, it's meant to make you feel immersed, it's meant to make you feel on edge, it's meant to make you feel sadness, you know, for whatever situation is going on or scenario is going on in the game at that current point. Hmm. So I don't I don't know if I can if I can sort of like a game like that. I, I mean I, I played it I played it for about five minutes and I know that's nothing at all. I did actually play it. My friend okay. uh, Stephen, he's got a switch and he brought it around and I played it for like five minutes and yeah, I just I didn't, I didn't see that I was missing out on anything. Hmm. That's how I feel. Okay, fair enough. So, sorry, yeah. what was your question before then, on the next point? I can't remember. Yes, <laughs> 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 this, 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 you said it before. Um, it was something to do with a new game. Oh, the Switch, why, why the, why the Switch? Uh... Right, yes. And um, people are starting to doubt already. All right, so this will be the multiple reasons why the Switch is going to be doubted. Because the hype was developed by, you know, spoiler people and all that stuff, but also by Nintendo as well. Because they were saying they were bringing power to the table and they were using this and this chip and they were going to do these type of crazy stuff. The problem with Nintendo is they never go maximum. They never do. And then they get outdated really quickly. Do you know what I mean? So when they bring up something like, yeah, Rob, today we're with you guys. And, and it's even worse when they do something like that and they still can't handle games that are on the newest console. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I believe it's a lot of this at the moment, and this is why people are second-guessing the Switch. Like, in terms of gameplay and all this great stuff, yeah, Breath of the Wild, bring it a good start, because a release game as a main game, well, that's just different. Do you know what I mean? Like, they've, they've, yeah. we, we've moaned, me and you personally have been moaning about this for a while. They're not doing that. <laughs> so they went and done it. So that was a great first move. But yeah, I agree. For any business or anything in general, you've got to be consistent with your content. People are going to get through that game maximally a month. You need to bring something yeah. else out. And sadly, there isn't anything like that. And this is why you need your third or fourth party games to back you up. And really, Nintendo have a crazy fourth party format with all their indie games with Shovel Knight and stuff like that. But <laughs> they, they don't have a second party support, really, because that's where Xbox One and PS4 are basically living in because they're at maximum technology. Does that make sense? Yeah, so they've got the other backup from the uh, <clears throat> party sort of uh, games. Yeah, right? to basically company, sorry. to keep them alive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the problem. Well, the thing is, though, like, I don't know if this is, like, true or not, but Sony and uh, Microsoft, they, they don't, um, they're not, they don't really make games. I think Microsoft does, but not, um, I don't think Sony does. I think Sony actually make games, do they? Um, they do. It's just very, very few people. And I can't think of them. Because like, we're thinking about mascots now, aren't we? And stuff like effectively, that. yeah, I guess so. Materials. Yeah. Um, for one point, I thought it was Tomb Raider. But then, <laughs> just because no, that's the it comes out on that console first doesn't mean it is. And Tomb Raider's Eidos. When you really go back and look at them, like, no, there is kind of nothing. Because they're, they're not really. Like, Xbox, you can. Oh. You've got a few main ones. Where I can pop my head instantly. Master Chief. Like Halo, Halo, yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, obviously, Nintendo. I'm not even going to start because they've got millions. <laughs> oh yeah, they've got loads. Yeah, but they've always been a game company, so they should have goods, right? 
Mm. And then obviously Sega has them as well. But I think they were from that generation where it was all about that when you had your own yeah. content from your own content out. Yeah, I like agree. That era, like PlayStation kind of came towards the end of the era with the PS1. Yeah, I agree. Mm. And then all they were doing was just kind of playing second or third party games really and truly. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I agree with that. Mm. So yeah, man, that's... So that's just my thoughts on the Switch and the issue. What do you think the, um, the issue is on the Switch at the moment? I think the issue on Switch at the moment is, uh, <clears throat> I think you actually said it, um, but I'm going to sort of elaborate on it. I think it's the fact that they, they bought Zelda out, but they've relied too much on Zelda to carry them at mm. the moment. And there's nothing else around, really. Like, what other, what other Switch games are there? Yeah, fair enough, you know, there's Dragon Quest, but even that is not a, uh, an exclusive for Switch, that. That's also on the PS. It's not. And then, once again, sorry to interrupt, because like, oh, it just reminded me of something like there was a, a rumor that it was only coming out on Switch at one point and that we were going to get our first, I say us, I'm not part of Switch at the moment, but um, they were getting their first online game. And really, truly, like with us, we don't have that. Like, places has a few of them that you can go yeah. on, like an online PC game alternative. And those games are so good because that keeps those players so entertained for so long. Yeah. But the problem is, is you, it's also a danger market because if no one comes on it, you've got to pay for an extremely expensive server. And I think yeah. that's what it is. That's what they're afraid of, sadly. Um, so I hope the Dragon Quest do what they say you're going to because Dragon Quest is a bit unstable what they say and what they want to do now. They've had Dragon Quest in Japan for a while on the Wii U, funny enough. Oh yeah, the Wii U version never, never came out here or in the yeah. <laughs> we just never got it. Probably a few yeah. other ones as well, and I'm just a bit angry about. So mm, that's another story for another podcast for another time, really. And as well, the, what's wrong with the uh, Switch as well? I think that people are, are are not are not gonna go out and buy it as much as they'll go out and buy an Xbox One or a PS4 for the simple reason that they don't. Um, they don't have the, uh, as we mentioned, the uh, the third party support. So then they're not gonna they're not gonna waste time on a console. Say Zelda. Now, how long's the Switch been out for? Say what? Three months now? Has it three months? Oh, I don't know. I yeah, since March, isn't it? Yeah, you know, you're right. It's about March. Yeah. 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 So yeah. since then, they all they've had, all they've got really is Zelda, and that's what they've used to sort of carry them over. Many nobody, things, but it doesn't really count, do they? But nobody's nobody's gonna get a switch if they know that all of these exclusive games and all these games are coming out on PS4 and Xbox One. They're gonna choose the PS4 or the Xbox One. Hmm. And then even if they were gonna do this idea with the Switch, they needed the future proof it. They needed to use the highest chip or whatever, so it just lasts longer. They are buying like a cheap person would buy. Oh, the S8 is amazing. It's cool, yeah. But I'm gonna get the S5. Does that make sense? Yeah, it works. Its technology still kind of near the par of it. But give it a year or something, and then there it goes. Like it no longer does this crazy stuff the S9, S10 do. Do you know what I mean? And since every yeah. Facebook social media is on that, all the old Facebook and Instagram no longer works on your S5. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah. that's what Nintendo are doing. They are upgrading something to just about the level, and then expecting to last six. I mean, like they should have learned from the Wii U time. Like the Wii U didn't even last long in life, in all honesty. Didn't no, yeah, or it should have gone, and they yeah. didn't learn. So, really and truly, if Nintendo keep doing this, they're gonna end up. I hate to say it as a Sega, they're gonna end up as Sega. 
you think that's what's going to happen? Do you think that's Nintendo's? If, if they lose enough destiny? money, they're not going to have any choice. To, well, we've got the handheld now. Handheld's a different story. They're kicking ass there, but that's because they have no competition. <laughs> Even with yeah, the PC, that, that... they were having certain games and stuff that Nintendo didn't have, and they were playing the different certain visuals. People, I don't know for some reason the PSP or the place the, the PS the PlayStation Portable thing did not take up as much of the DS. The DS no, it didn't. It really did. No, like, I've not even heard. Is the PSP even even existing? So like I've forgotten about it. What the PS Vita? Yeah, it's still just about it. Yeah. Yeah, so you know what I mean. Like that's that's getting eaten alive. So they're probably just focusing on the hand, the the. Console just because the handheld market has been taken over, like Germany's take over the world, like <laughs> they've just taken it and It's hard to fight back right now unless they find something. Yeah, but keep in so keep in mind as well that like Go on. it's only um really like probably the only thing that's probably keeping the handheld thing alive more than anything is obviously as we both know Pokemon. Pokemon. Like, yeah. These guys say Pokemon. <laughs> well, it, it, it can't be anything else. <laughs> It's it's a bit like a Capcom thing, but it's it's the people at the end of the day that are buying into that. <laughs> like extra hundred fifty Pokemon, I am on it. I'm gonna catch them all. <laughs> that used to be they have competitions as well and things. I so they they get promotions from that. So go and say again. They they have like competitions for it as well, so it gets promoted and you know. Yeah. And you've got Pokemon Go now as well on, on your phone, but. Obviously, that's not as popular as it was when it first came out. Yeah, not, not when really it first came out, I think it was more that. popular than the, the, the game purchasing rules because, one, it was free. Anyone could play it, and literally and nearly everyone honestly played it. The, the downloads for it is just ridiculous. I think it's higher than any Pokemon game sold. Really? Mm, I honestly think it went well, to that level. That's because it's free. That's yeah, probably then, because one reason it's free. Mm. And another reason, uh, who doesn't really have a phone? Yeah, true. True that. And even people started making money on it as well, which was another crazy thing, but people do it for different reasons, man. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I haven't played it personally myself. Did you play it? You've never played it at all? No. Why you never tried it out? Why did I? I tried it with my missus at one point. We was in like middle of town, <laughs> one two o'clock in the morning, catching a dragon. Like. <laughs> what you... ridiculous! But that's what it was like. You oh, had people funny. at working class, all sorts of levels, just just doing crazy stuff like that. And it was a different atmosphere. And you you met people like complete strangers, and a lot of them they were just all so friendly. Like normally you go to a convention and you got that vibe, but you met really completely normal people. Do you know what I mean? And had nice talk. Normal people. Yeah. What do you mean, normal people? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, because so that just sounds wrong now. But <laughs> what I know is like you've got people that like to go on conventions or into anime, yeah. But that wouldn't necessarily be someone that likes watching Game of Thrones. Does that make sense? No. Okay, so you got uh, okay. Let me complete. Complete. All right, people that are into football. Okay, you know there are different type of people, right? Yeah. Okay, and then you've got people that like watching Naruto. <laughs> so right. you, you put them two together and they talk, and they'll at one point that guy will talk about football, but that guy doesn't want the person that watches Naruto doesn't care about football. So these guys right. can't really have a good conversation. Do you know what I mean? There's no middle ground. With Pokemon, right. what I'll say is it kind of brought people together. It really did. 
Oh, okay. I know what you mean. Because they, they were a different way. They had different, they had worked among all sorts of different areas, accountant, people that wouldn't normally talk with each other. But they did. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. And it was, it was beautiful. Like what Pokemon Go did there is it did that, but it also took many souls too. <laughs> and what I mean by that is the people that are so dedicated are catching the ball, going out into the next beach where the water will rise and they'll get killed or trying to catch one on a platform of a train and then getting hit by a train. All sorts. Oh yeah, Maybe yeah. With um, Pokemon Go too. Yeah, there was also Muggins as well. You know, did you yeah. know that? Yeah, I think there was a few live YouTube ones for that. Actually, funny enough, because obviously they had YouTubers doing Pokemon Go, but obviously since they were recording, they also recorded the Muggin. Wow. Yeah. Well, you get so carried away in the game, you forget you're in the real world, man. That's the thing with that game. Well, that's the thing with games in general. I think you could just get immersed in what you're doing and then you could just get sucked out of all of your responsibilities depending on how much you enjoy it, you know? Yeah. But I think part of the Pokemon Go was so good was just because, and I feel like this is why it died off, was it was the first person to catch them all. Like no one said they caught them all yet. Does that make sense? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So then everyone was like, yeah, I could do it. And then when you got caught 70, 80, or you was at the 100 mark and you only knew you need 50 more and you've come so far, that kept the addiction going, I'm telling you. You're just like, yeah. like believing you could do it. And I think that was for millions and millions of people. It really was. Do you think that's why many people stopped playing it? Because when one person got it, they just didn't care anymore. Well, yeah, personally, I stopped playing because I heard that someone did actually catch them all without the legendaries because they didn't come out yet. And I was just like, oh, it's too late. Like, that was my goal in it. I was thinking of getting Yeah, there. but did you care about it enough anyway? I mean... Um, I, I became a crazy idea. It did take over me, I'm going to be honest. Oh, it, wow, I didn't know that. It fully jacked me, man. Like, I was out on my bike one time just riding around and protecting gyms. That was another thing as well, just having gyms in just my area of Birmingham, making sure they were mm-hmm. yellow. Because in yellow, yeah, yellow was the most... <laughs> the weakest team in Birmingham Road just because no one... They would either pick red or blue. No one would pick Team Instinct. So it was tough to beat Instinct. It really was. Team Instinct were the top then, yeah? Team Instinct wasn't top, no. They were the most kind of lowest team picked. Oh. Because you had to pick it at the start, you see. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it was worth it. I I love fighting for the underdogs. Always have. Always have. You vote for the underdogs all the time, do you? Yeah. But, yeah, anything else left you want to say? Because I believe we're coming to a close of our podcast. Oh, uh, nothing much really. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, um, thank you. I hope to uh, have you on again soon with me and we can uh, talk about various other things. I'm sure we've got many, 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 many things to talk about. We've both been gamers for a very long time. Mm. Um, I believe that we've got a few podcasts, which is one of our randoms, which is where we talk complete random and madness. And if you want to click into that, that's brilliant too. Oh yeah, we'll also be doing anime. But anime, yeah. But this was our first podcast, so we just wanted to sort of concentrate and focus on something that we both knew a lot about. And yeah, we hope that uh, you've enjoyed the first uh, Elite Gaming uh, UK module. Mm. Likewise. So um, please um, tune in, tell us if you like it, or comment, or give us feedback, and um, we'll be bringing you some more soon. Until then, take care. See you later, players.